Dorgan Ramen is a restaurant in Ashland, Massachusetts. It serves traditional and authentic Japanese ramen, Thai noodle soups, and the best chicken wings in Metro West. Everything's done in-house from scratch, and they use only the highest quality products from small farms. Co-chef owners, Papanook and Alan McIntosh, combine their culinary skills with traditional Japanese cuisine to create an authentic, amazing flavor in every dish. Located at 1 West Union Street on Ashland, Massachusetts, their phone number is 508 309-3416 or they can be located on Facebook at Dorgan Ramen Ashland and on their website as well www.dorganramen.com episode of Goth Girl R, the official Hack Slash podcast. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I am your co-host, Tracy Lux. And tonight, we are finishing off the Hack Slash Ava Monsters Ball miniseries. Uh, and then we're going to do one more miniseries before we jump back to the regularly scheduled books. A lot of miniseries to cover, uh, one of which is a little bit out of order than the other one, but we'll get into that in the next episode. So tonight, uh, on the day of the Super Bowl, it's snowing outside of New England. I don't know how it is where you are, Tracy. It was snowing a lot yesterday, but today it seems a lot more clear. But we must have gave you our snow, so. Ah, gotcha. Well, we're going to jump right now to the two issues, Monsters Ball Part 3 and 4. And Charcy has a combined plot synopsis for us. I do. Well, I have three and four. Do you just want me to read them both back to back? Sure. Okay, we could do that. And let me get back to... Uh, do you need me to reintroduce uh, who created it in that, too? Uh, yeah, we should. Okay. The same for both issues. So, but. Yes, it is. Let's see. The only thing I'm not going to have is, of course, the publication date. Oh, shoot. You did log me out. Let's get back in there. All right. You know so. What? Yeah, I can get the publishing Haitian date when, uh, after you're done. So I'll just make sure I edit this part out. Okay, perfect. Okay, uh, just pause real quick and let me know when you want to start. All right, I am ready. And we have Hack Slash Ava Monsters Ball, issue three and four, written by Brandon Jurwa, illustrated by Cesar Rezzi, colored by Salvatore Ayala. Do your best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I apologize for butchering names. I really do. Lettered by Marshall. Marshall. That's a normal name. Lettered by Marshall Dillon and covered by Tim Seeley. And the publication date for these issues is July and August of 2011. Okay, perfect. So I have for issue three, 
We are still in Detroit, Michigan. The ghosts are doing recon and figured out that the doctor and his team have used an underground tunnel to hide out at the Argent Theater. Coy and Eugene find some transportation in order to continue their recon. Cassie and Eva have put on the gear given to them by, the, by Ghost Leader, and Nord says they look pretty goddamn stellar. The team then packs up and heads out for the theater to get the doctor and his team. Meanwhile, at the theater, the doctor is explaining to Michael how he came to find Mary Shelley Lovecraft. During his exploration, Mary, oh, during his explanation, Mary interrupts him to let him know that Cassie, Vlad, Eva, and the ghosts are on their way to stop them. She tells Pretorius that he must stop the ones who are helping them, but Cassie and Vlad are hers in the end. The group have split up. Eva has gone underground with Coy and Eugene, and Cassie and Vlad are with the rest of the group at the theater. Is it Eva or Ava? I bet it's... See, that's what I kept questioning, too, if it's Eva or Ava. Maybe it's Ava. Go, go on. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> While in transit, Ava and her group are attacked by alligator-looking creatures. From above, the rest of the team is ambushed by a huge horde of monsters. During the battle, Joey is badly injured and his hand is bitten off. Meanwhile, underground, Ava and her team manage to fight their way away from the alligator men, but they lost their transportation. Continuing by foot, they next find themselves ambushed by clay monsters, the same ones that she had encountered in issue one. Koi and Eugene tell Eva, to continue to go help Michael while they fight their way with the against the clay fiends. Back at the theater, the doctor and Anna are doing a procedure to remove Victor Frankenstein's greatest secret from Michael. The device was hidden just below the surface of his skin. After they remove it from him, Ava comes charging into the room and ends up smashing into the glass container containing Mary Shelley Lovecraft. With great ease, Mary grabs her with one of her tentacles and lifts her off the ground. She is rescued by gunfire from Coy and Eugene, who have finally arrived to help. Mary throws her away and grabs onto the Philosopher's Stone, and she and the doctor flee from the building. Having Michael back, the group is told to meet back with everyone else outside of the theater and they head out to an abandoned medical clinic in order to help the injured. While outside the medical building, Koi ends up punching Ava in the face because she's insulting Detroit and its people, calling them charlatans and cowards. Koi reminds her that the rest of the world views Michael as a monster, but to Eva, she knew differently. This was how the ghosts viewed their beloved city. Inside the medical lab, Michael and Nord explain to Eva about the fact that the doctor and Mary removed an incantation that would unlock the power of the Philosopher's Stone. The dead would come back to life and would wreak havoc onto the city and its people. The only way to stop it is to remove the failsafe that Victor had hidden inside of Michael. However, the only way to read it is to remove it from his body, and the procedure would most likely kill him. So then we will go to issue four, and in the opening of this issue, we see Victor Frankenstein creating Michael and bringing him to life by placing an incantation around his heart. He failed in understanding the secrets of the stone, but he understood in that moment that the only thing that was important was life. Then Cassie becomes our narrator and goes back through the events of how they came to be in their present situation in Detroit. She tells Vlad that maybe fate has other plans for them. While they are 
talking on the roof, a group of slashers and undead begin to storm the medical clinic. Vlad and Cassie both rush through the building to warn the group. After Coy scouts out the situation, she reveals that there are four slashers and the clay fiends. Just then, Eugene talks about a freak of a wo woman with tentacles that they had saw back at the theater. Cassie and Vlad finally realize how bad the situation is if she was involved with it. Elsewhere in the city, Mary and the doctor are using the stone and the incantation to create more undead monsters. They plan to reshape all realities and make them their own creation. Back at the clinic, Cassie, Vlad, Eva, and the ghost begin fighting off the slashers and fiends. One by one, each slasher is killed off and taken out. While they are fighting off the clay fiends, Nord is removing the failsafe from Michael. As soon as his heart is removed from his chest, the fiends all become lifeless and drop to the ground. Eva explains that Michael's great sacrifice helped them to claim victory for their battle, but he would never be there to see them win. Eva is the only one who can read the code on the device, and Cassie, Vlad, and the ghost will help her to end things with the doctor and Mary once and for all. They show up at the front door of Lovecraft and the doctor's headquarters, and Eva reads off the spell on the device, and it quickly starts reversing the effects that Mary and Praetorius have designed, and the stone is made useless to them, but it starts reversing everything in all realities, including reversing the youth of the doctor and forcing him to his proper age. He soon becomes nothing but dust and bones. Mary tries to force the power of the stone into her body, but Cassie and Vlad come to attack her. While they are fighting, the ghosts blow the building up, causing Lovecraft to drop the stone and lose its powers. While explaining to Cassie that she can't kill her, Cassie reminds her that they already have done this, but this time it was Eva's turn to kill her. Spiking her through the heart with her holy weapon, she leaves an opening for Cassie to cut off Lovecraft's head. After cleaning up the aftermath back at the abandoned clinic, Nord has set up the place so that he could put the Philosopher's Stone in Michael's heart. He wakes up alive, but he remembers nothing of his previous life. He doesn't know who Eva is. At the end of the issue, she is staying, Eva is staying with the ghost for the time being, and Cassie and her leave on good terms, quite the opposite of how they started off. As they leave, Vlad asks Cassie if she will ever have as much faith as what Eva has. Cassie replies by saying faith was just another way of surviving and that she believes in surviving. And that is what I have. <laughs> the two covers have Cassie and Ava next to each other with a bloody knife between them, definitely drawn by Tim Seeley. Uh, both of them looking buxom and beautiful, as always. These are just gorgeous pictures of both characters. Kind of like if they were character models. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have the same one, too, now that I'm looking at it. Um, wearing their harlot scarves. <laughs> <laughs> Again, don't call the kettle black there, Ava. You uh, uh, Christian prude, you with your uh, corset off-the-shoulder uh, I don't even know what the hell she's wearing. <laughs> I mean, it looks like sexy lingerie, let's just say it. <laughs> I mean, she is just giving away the farm with uh, the milk duds. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you got the other cover with Ava and Kathy battling a bunch of cool-looking monsters. All look like out of something H.P. Lovecraft would write. Or I was going to say, and that one, that one looks pretty badass, and I love the coloring for that one, too. Right, I absolutely love it. I love the, uh, I love the, uh, it looks like a werewolf, and you got, like, this 
I guess another vampire girl with a vampire bat tattoo on her back. Or uh, is it actually tiny little bat wings? <laughs> I question that too. And then to the right, you look like you have like a devil, like maybe the Jersey Devil with the creature <laughs> from the Black Lagoon. I was gonna say the Jersey Devil. That that would make sense. Oh well, no, because I guess they're in Detroit. Whatever, some type of <laughs> And then you get like a squid head guy, you get a giant red monster, you get a faceless demon girl thing with her boobs hanging out, and then uh, a couple other creatures. So uh, the okay. covers are, alternate covers are all the same with the exception of like, they're like multicolored. Black and white, blood red, or some type of 3D. That's right, because we had touched on that the last time too, so. Right. And then the beginning opening of the front cover, inside front cover, you get a you get a character bio for the two girls. Uh, open up with them changing their clothes and these. Uh, now, who did we find out who these characters were? Are they characters from another book? You know, I don't think we had found. I'm wondering if they're continuation characters for joining Ava and being a part of her team. Right, and, and that being story. in Detroit, by the way, makes complete sense because what character, what comic book did we find out she spawned out of set in Detroit? Oh, God, I don't remember this. <laughs> Ash versus the Army of Darkness comic book. Oh, okay, that's right. It was the, it was the Army of Darkness versus the uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman monsters. Okay. Yeah, and, and yeah. she spawned out of that as she's the daughter of Dracula, and that's Ash's book, which, of course, this being dynamite, that makes sense. And then, obviously, eventually down the line, probably sometime next year, because I think uh, the uh, hack slash ongoing series will pick up till the end of, the, of 2021. Uh, so sometime in 2022, we will cover the um, uh, hack Army of Darkness crossover. Woo, with Ash. <laughs> yes, with Ash. The, uh, the only other man Cassie has ever slept with besides Pumpkinhead. Yep. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so Ava's new costume looks stupid. I don't. It's whatever. She's got the bra on the outside. Is that supposed to be like Superman's underwear on the outside? I, I think it's actually supposed to be like a harness is what it's supposed to be. Okay. It looks really bad. And Cassie's outfit is okay, I guess. Cassie's is basically still what she was wearing before. That's what I think is funny. The only difference is there's, there's no fishnet. <laughs> um. The ghost of old motherfucking Detroit, man. If they down here, that shit's about to get real. I mean, real, real. That's very funny. If you know anything about downtown Detroit, it's basically like a ghost town. Mm-hmm. Because Detroit is the first city to declare bankruptcy in the United States. And I, I don't – pretty damn sure under the Trump administration that was never fixed. Uh, and hopefully maybe they'll fix it now, but it, I don't know. It's Yeah. It's sad to think about that we finally have come to this point to where even cities are filing for bankruptcy. But the, the but the city of Detroit filed for bankruptcy under the Obama administration, not under Donald Trump. So I don't know what uh, the one administration did versus another. And this is not going to get political people. It's just pointing out like when a city went bankrupt under one president versus the other. It's nothing to do with how we feel about one president or the other, but it, it did happen. And it's, as far as I'm aware, it's still happening today, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. Uh, I want to point out that the Argent theater, I thought it was in Philadelphia, but I might be wrong. 
Um, Argent Combat, an organization of students, performers, choreographers, instructors of theatrical violence and stage combat. That's the only thing I come up with, and that's supposedly in Philadelphia. So I'm wondering if this was supposed to just be an underground one, and they're just using it for the idea of it being in Detroit? Maybe, because uh, that's where um, the mad scientist, Dr. Protarius? Pro- yeah, uh, Protarius. Who is, uh, we established uh, from the movie The Bride of Frankenstein? Yes. Which makes a lot of sense, because what is uh, our female femme, fatale, femme fatale's name? Anna? No, uh, the squid woman. Oh, 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 Mary Shelley Lovecraft. So, okay. Yeah, like Mary Shelley, <laughs> creator of Frankenstein. Yes. Which is the guy tied to the table. <laughs> <laughs> which, well, Michael. Michael is the creation of Victor Frankenstein, so. Correct. Uh, I love it when they get to the sewer to fight the alligator people. They kind of all reminded me of the lizard, the Spider-Man villain. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I kept seeing this as a weird parody to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So. Maybe, maybe. Uh, and then this guy comes out of nowhere naked, like uh, the glorious spectacle of who mm-hmm. the hell is he? Uh, he is just supposed to literally show up and say it's showtime, which, yeah, we all know what happens when he says it's showtime. And then he releases a bunch of demons out of his chest, which I guess a lot of the demons appear on the cover that we just mentioned, but some of them don't. We have like a fat squid guy. We've got a hunchback. We've got flying demon children. We've got a multi-armed cloven foot goat man, uh, some type of brown creature or orange creature in the lower left-hand corner of the page. It kind of looks like a weird rat. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have, I guess a woman creature gremlin uh, Siamese twin because it has tits. I wouldn't want to mess with that thing. Nope. Don't stick your dick in crazy, people. No, definitely. You know what? Don't stick your dick in crazy. That is right. That's good for any advice anywhere. <laughs> uh, I do love uh, the excerpts of journals that we get from um, the monster, such as from the journals of Victor Frankenstein. We are all... We are, fuck, I already screwed this up. (laughs) Are all of us monsters in one fashion or another? We deceive, we betray, we harm, we kill. We wage war against our neighbors for selfish reasons that even we cannot recall. And they are ancient prejudices from lost generations. And what he says always relates with what's happening in the scene. Because, I mean, we're watching them literally waging war against these strange creatures and fighting for survival. It's also funny Vlad's not wearing his mask. No. Very strange, considering how much heavy-duty uh, fighting he's doing. That'd be a good reason to wear his mask. And honestly, when he's fighting, he's normally wearing his mask because of his breathing problem. Yeah. And Detroit's not exactly clean air, let's no. say. Uh, so one of our guys, Joey, his brother is the other one, bald head, uh, has his arm chopped off. Again, I'm not too familiar with who these characters are. And then we switch back to the laboratory where they're holding Mary Shelley. And for the first time, we have nipples in the book because you see Mary Shelley's titties. Mm-hmm. But they keep putting the tentacle in front of them. But then this shot, maybe because it's from a long-distance angle, she could be naked. I don't understand the logic. Like, I'm positive she's nude. But they're – but, yeah, they're, they keep placing her tentacles in the perfect way – so she's covered up anyway. 
She has right. her leg lifted just right, too, so you won't see anything between her legs either. And Ava's pretty pissed about the way people are in this world. She's like, you're priests, you're charlatans, you're constables, or cowards. And then she gets punched in her freaking arrogant face. Something Cassie <laughs> should have done a while ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then our our story ends at the hospital as uh, 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 Michael has to recover and some more monsters are being unleashed, some of which we have seen previously. Which um, were brought up in issue one from the poor, uh, I want to say it was the journalist. Yep, the journalist who uh, came and brought them the information, and that was why Cassie and Vlad were there. Correct. Uh, switching over to issue four, uh, we get a recap of previous events and... Um, Sergeant Kramer, Emily Christie, Lloyd and Jimmy, the walking man. We got into a whole sh- uh, situation with detentions of getting some answers on that front as a lot of her old slasher buddies came back from the dead. Which I still can't remember. I don't think any of these slashers that they decided to introduce in this issue, I don't think there were ever any slashers that we had gone through in any of the hack slash issues. But, uh, nope, that's not true. We've, been, we've met Jimmy before. Jimmy and his okay. brother. Okay, so Jimmy and Lloyd are the only two that I kept thinking that I recognize. Yeah. But yeah, the rest but the girl, I'm... I don't recognize the girl whatsoever unless there's an issue I missed. So Yeah. But we've been pretty good about covering every single appearance, so I, unless it's something I've missed. And I, I kept thinking that too, which I mean, just to come up and create different new characters, it would make sense. Right. Vlad's got his mask back, I noticed, right at the beginning of the Yes, story. he does in this one. This is more action-packed and definitely no drama, no no in the hostel. It's just like slasher, 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 fight, 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 fighting, 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 fighting. And Ava kills uh, the the uh, Jimmy and his brother Lloyd. That's right. I had to get to that part. I mean, they each take turns offing somebody, but yeah, it's. And actually, she's not even the one that kills uh, Jimmy. It, she gets help from, I think, Ghost Leader shoots Jimmy, and then she takes out Lloyd. Now, if you read the 15th anniversary um, Hack Slash one-shot that came out uh, the year before last, which was the last Hack Slash story we've had, uh, that was December of 2019, uh, Mary Shelley Lovecraft returns in that, and we, me and Tim Seeley covered that issue. Nice. Yes. Um, so our last coverage of the book until there's new content that comes out, um, will be possibly, uh, oh, actually I was going to say our last content would have been the hack slash crow crossover, but, uh, there is the Optimus coming, which has a new original story in it, which I'm assuming takes place after hack slash crow. We're going to assume. <laughs> yes. And we will have a guest on for hack slash crow, even though we were ways away from that happening. Quite a ways. Uh, Jeremy Schaefer, Safer, uh, the uh, photographer from the gothic uh, new heavy metal girls uh, photo album that I posted PG-13 pictures of online will be our guest for that episode in a year. Very nice. Yes. Uh, he was supposed to be my guest on the show tonight on February 7th, but I canceled Radio Horror due to a snowstorm. Yeah, which I don't blame you for that. And I've had at least uh, five of the women in that book on my show, and one of them is returning soon. Nice. Uh, Burning Angel's owner and star, Joanna Angel, will be on Radio Horror. That will be a nice issue. 
it that will. Uh, she uh, she's been on Radio Horror before, so she's returning. She's coming on after. She's coming. On, she's actually getting recorded the same day as uh, some up and coming independent artist named um, Todd McFarlane. Have you ever heard of That's, him? That sounds familiar. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with Image Comics or anything like that. Um, big fight. Just every single panel is a giant fight scene in this comic book, which is, you know, the way it should be. It's the ending of this giant story. Um, I, I think uh, Mary Shelley's, like, tentacle arms are just getting bigger and bigger. They do. They, they really huge. do. They're huge. Um, I could just imagine, like, a hentai cartoon and her using those in, in all sorts of ways. And we know what she would do with them. (laughs) Uh, I've I've mentioned this before, and I don't know if I've asked you this. Have you ever seen the movie Dagon? Yes, you have asked me that, and no. And I still need to watch it, so. Have you watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? I have it in my queue to watch, but no, I have not. (laughs) All right, moving back to the issue. Ava cuts off the head of uh, Mary Shelley, and then Cassie chops it in half. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kept talking. Yeah, wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Actually, Vlad's got like the perfect line for it. Uh, where what what does he say? He's like, only a woman still talks after getting her head cut off. He, he, he. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, would you call that the patriarchy or something, or just being a sexist? Oh, you know, I'm not easily offended, so I find it funny. <laughs> You cannot be easily offended when you cover a comic book like Hackslash. No, no. I, I, it's kind of the old saying of the lady always has to have the last word, and that's kind of where I see it. So. <laughs> uh, despite whether or not we should want her. Oh, and, and I said nothing. I heard nothing. <laughs> um, but Frankenstein's monster wakes up, and he's really different. He doesn't remember stuff. He just starts thinking about the doctor. Yeah, and... So I'm. It's one of the main reasons where it's like you know I'd be curious to continue their story just to see what ends up happening between Michael and Eva. So right again, the only two stories I found her in until the giant crossover involving Chastity, Vampirella, Red Sonia, uh, the half naked, the mostly naked bikini-clad warrior of Mars girl. Yeah. Um, is that story and Ava, daughter of Dracula versus the darkness, Jackie Estacado, mm-hmm. and the original story that she's in. I don't, uh, she has her own miniseries too, but that took place after the Army of Darkness. So there are other stories with her out there, but I haven't seen her in anything recent, but they just did another Bad Girls of Dynamite Comics crossover. I haven't read it, so I don't know. So maybe the continuation is in there. Possibly. Uh, and Ava and Kathy have a pleasant goodbye. They're not, like, calling each other a bitch behind each other's back like no. we said before. Actually being pleasant. And- yeah. Very uh, pleasant ending. Uh, again, they haven't crossed over since. So, I mean, who knows? Time will tell. Ads in this issue are pretty much all a lot of the similar ads previously. Uh, for Green Hornet, a lot of Dynamite comic books, uh, Dynamic Forces exclusive covers, uh, by the way, uh, the girl from Mars, what's her name? Daisha Thoris. She has a nude cover from Dynamite Forces. Uh, she has her own book, too. Uh, basically just wearing, like, nipple cups and mm. panties. <laughs> well, that's acceptable. Uh, an ad for Kevin Smith's Bionic Man. 
and uh, Sherlock Holmes Year One, so the beginning of Sherlock Holmes. And on the back, we have at last, The Darkness Has Come, Dark Shadows Number One, in stores nice. Halloween 2011. I was going to say, wow, to think how far back that was. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, the next issue, we have an ad for Flash Gordon Zeitgeist and the art of Howard Chaikin. And more ads for Kevin Smith and Green Hornet and uh, Tarzan and You See a Theme with Dynamite Comic Books. Kind <laughs> of like IDW. Oh, they also both have ads for Voltron with covers by Alex Ross. Nice. You can see a theme with Dynamite, kind of like similar to IDW. IDW has all the Hasbro properties, My Little Pony, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, they used to have Doctor Who. Uh, they have Star Trek, you know. Um, Dynamite has a lot of, like, the old bad girls of the 90s. Uh, Vampirella, Chastity, uh, Evil Ernie, Kiss, um, Deja Thoris, uh, Panthera, uh, the Red Sonia. I was going to say, all characters I can get into, so. <laughs> Definitely. They have all sorts of interesting crossovers, and they have crossovers with Cassie that we will get to eventually. That's all the time here we have here tonight on the Dead TV. They are not the Dead TV podcast. <laughs> we are Goth Girl Horror. <laughs> That's all the time we have here tonight on Goth Girl Horror, the official Hackslash podcast covering the last of the Hackslash Ava crossover. Where can they find us, Tracy? You can find us on Twitter on Goth Girl Horror, the Hackslash podcast. And you can find all our old episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, or go to RadioHorror.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can, thatradiohorror at gmail.com. Please, if you've listened to this podcast on iTunes, leave a rating. Leave a five-star rating. If you have to leave a rating lower than five stars, leave a comment about why. But please leave a five-star rating. Remember, this is an amateur podcast recording, not a super professional one. So... And I'm like you. If, if we're getting some kind of criticism, it is nice to know, like, hey, at least tell us what we could do better on. Yeah, you suck! That would be better <laughs> than just, like, no comment. But then why do we suck? You know, it's just like, you have that one one-star one rating, and God forbid if that's, like, an enemy of mine or something like that. It's like, yeah. how petty are you to be like, oh, I'll get him. Let's go on iTunes and leave a one-star rating because I hate him. It, it, that's wow, probably that's like what it her. is. <laughs> I, and you know that's all it is. It's literally just somebody who's holding a grudge, so. Yeah, maybe. Thank you, everyone. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks. Do you love what you hear in the podcast? Please go to Buy a Cup of Coffee. The Radio Horror link is in the show notes or it's on top of the Twitter page. Or you can just go to buymeacupofcoffee.com backslash Radio Horror. And you can help support Goth Girl Horror and the other podcasts here on the Radio Horror Network. Donations go towards cloud service and new equipment. Thank you. Gonna stop tonight Let the villains know That she's looking for a fight